We have quite an interview for you all to hear today. We are interviewing Rebecca Wilmes. Rebecca Wilmes is a two-time All-American in track. She is an NCAA Midwest Regional Cross-Country Individual Champion in 1996. She twice led the Tigers to team appearances in the NCAA Championships. She is named the NCAA All-District in Cross-Country three times. She is an Olympic Trials Qualifier. She was the assistant coach for MU Cross-Country for 11 seasons and then became the head coach for MU Men's and Women's Cross-Country. She has also worked as a high school and middle school science teacher and coaches cross country and track. She is also a mom. Welcome, Rebecca Wilmes. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. We have Rebecca Wilness with us Woo! today. We have a guest. We are so excited for our first interview. interview. And she is a celebrity, <laughs> a local celebrity here in the Midwest. And so, Rebecca, one of the first things we wanted to ask you is just introduce yourself to us and our audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I am right now, I'm a mom. I have two kids and I'm married and a teacher at my new school. So I'm just kind of living the life, but I'm sure you're wanting to know a little bit about my running since that's going to be the theme yeah, of the interview. I've had a great fortune. My dad was my high school coach. So I just was oh, that's fantastic. by it. And yeah, it was really cool. And I just got kind of got better in high school and I went on and won a couple state championships my senior wow. year. Congratulations. The great fortune to get to run at the University of Missouri. And I was okay when I got there, but just got quite a bit better as the four years went on and invested pretty well. So I did. I, I left as an All-American in the 1500. That's Holy so exciting. <laughs> that is and so exciting. It was really fun. I am proud of that. And I wanted to keep training afterwards. So I spent the next two years after I finished my collegiate career training and just seeing like if I could go to the next level. And so uh -huh. I was a graduate assistant with Mizzou Track at that time. So I was doing my grad work and able to help coach, but still continue to run it. And it's just a good, that was a good way to kind of support that. And so I did make the Olympic trials in 2000. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was Rebecca Davis at the time. Nothing special. Seriously. I saw the back of most hey, of the field, but it was that's a, pretty impressive. Dogs. It is so impressive to us. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wonderful way to finish off my running career and just be like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew finish on top. what I could do. Right. You, know, you always go to the barber shop and people are like, oh, if only I had applied myself. Well, I took my shot. I really did. Yeah. I lived it. I invested. And you know, that's as far as I got. But I had the great fortune after that. My boss at the time, a position opened at Mizzou. 
And I went ahead and took it as an assistant track and field and cross country coach. So for the next 12 years, I got to kind of live my dream. And how fun. That's awesome. it really was awesome. Oh. It was really awesome until my family got active. And then <laughs> right. It was really hard to be on the road I 30 bet. some weekends a year. Oh, so, yeah. But yes, but it was great and wonderful. And it's just really awesome because when you're doing you know, track and cross country and just coaching kids running or people running and talking about it, it's just something they could do for life. Yeah. Yes. It's not like you don't need a basketball court. You don't right. need a gym membership. You just pack your running shoes and yep. your clothes with you when you're on a trip and you just walk out the door and you can discover new places. And, and that's been some of the most fun things that I've done is going on trips and getting to explore things I would never yeah, have run seen. different places. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're figuring that out too. We are. As running starting in our 40s, that we can go to all kinds of places and see it kind of close up. Yep. It's like we have an excuse to to run slowly through the neighborhoods and see all the cool homes. So, Rebecca, what are some ways that you would recommend adult beginners to start running? Like, what are some things that that you would recommend? Because we are in that and as are possibly many of our listeners. Yes. Well, one of the things I see when I talk to friends or people that I know that are trying to like get out and start running is that they just go out the door and they're like, I'm going to run two miles yeah. today. That's right. right. That's <laughs> what I did once. Right. Right. Didn't go very well. No. Right. right. And that's just not fair. Like you just, if you haven't done that. So what I would really encourage them or anyone, it's okay to take walk breaks. Okay. It's okay to like run two minutes, walk a minute and then slowly build your way up. But like to just go out the door and be like, I'm going to run a 5k today. (laughs) Just not have any background with that. It really sets people up to defeat or they're like, that was terrible. And that kind of negative cycle that keeps them from going out the door the next time. Right. I think the biggest thing is keep going out the door and you will Mm -hmm. get there, keep running. And so for me, I think what I encourage people to do is like, you know, okay, maybe you're going to cover two miles, run two minutes, walk a minute, run okay, two minutes, walk perfect. a minute, run two minutes, yeah. walk a minute. And yeah. then after that gets like better then okay, maybe you run three minutes or four minutes mm-hmm. and you walk a minute until eventually you don't have very many walking breaks Right. and you're running two miles. And then you add another mile of walk, yep. run, walk, run. Okay. But that's how I would encourage okay. people that are really starting the other thing that I hear when I talk to people about, oh, I tried to start running and now I'm, now I just can't, is they hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They don't have the right shoes. Yes. We ran right. into that. So, that. so that stops them too. It's uh-huh. either one, it was discouraging. I couldn't do it. Or two, I'm discouraged because I hurt everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would definitely invest some money in some really good running shoes that people that know what they're doing at the shoe store can help you get, well, you hope they do, right? If you go to a good one can help you get fitted for something because it makes such a big difference to have really good running shoes. And I think a really good arch support if you need that, because I always hear about the shin splints and sometimes Uh a really good arch support can help that too. Okay. So those two things. So find a store where people know what they're doing and find a good pair of running shoes in addition to not necessarily shooting out the door with those right. two miles. Right. <laughs> right away. You might, not, you might not go the next day. I have a hard time, and Laura and I have talked about this too, about getting sore after the run. 
What kind of stretches do you recommend before or after a run so that we can kind of minimize all that soreness in addition to the good shoes? Right. Of course. Yes. Well, I have two things in that area. The rollers that are out right now are amazing. I don't have a roller. I need to get a roller. Okay. My my high school son (laughs) has two. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's all kinds of massage things, but a roller is really good, like a medium size. And I just saw actually a physical therapist who was showing me some things to do with a roller after all these years, honestly, and and like just the technique of it, but like starting with your calves and on the outside. And if your calves are talking to you, you need to roll it and then go to the inside of your calves and then you do your quads and your hamstrings and your glutes. And if you have soreness, then it probably needs to spend some time there. So I think honestly, for people in their Mm forties and I am Mm -hmm. that are doing this, we have to spend a little more time than we might have a little while ago, but that's a huge thing. The other thing I really like for myself and I would recommend to you is I like the stretching ropes. Oh, oh, stretching ropes. It's really nothing fancy. It's almost just like a rope. But Do they I come like in kind of bands of, too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. I think there's I know no like can... one kind, but right. you know, you, we lose flexibility in our hamstrings mm-hmm. as we get older. And so I think that's a really big one. So just laying on your back and gently using a stretching rope. So you can go up and you can be, um, stretch your hamstring that way. The other thing is like stretching your hips. So with that same rope, with my leg up, then I would cross it take my leg and cross my body. So Mm -hmm. it's my hips are now, now I'm stretching my hip and my IT band, kind of opening up my hips. Then I would go back up with my foot, stretching my hamstring. And I would go to the opposite side too. So I just did hamstring. I just did IT band. Mm -hmm. I just opened up my hips that way. That's a huge one. And that's just honestly something that you can knock out real easy. So I would definitely do the hamstrings a lot. The IT Mm -hmm. band. The other one that I think is really important is where you're kneeling upright and stretching out your quadriceps. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to describe without demonstrating it. Really stretching your quad because there's an attachment that goes from your quad to your knee that can help a lot for knee pain. Okay. So I think you're stretching the quad, but you're also helping some of that insertion points that are on your knee that can help alleviate some of that pain. So both those things. Yeah, Great advice. Yes. Yeah. This is why you talk to an expert, Laura. <laughs> we haven't been doing Too any bad. of these like, We're about 18 months short. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We're going to figure this out now. We're getting, right. some, we're getting some ropes and bands and all kinds right. of rollers. And rollers. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Actually, yesterday when we went home, I, I stole my son's. He's like, what are you doing, mom? I was like, I need to stretch. I'm like, my legs hurt. So here's our next question for you, Rebecca. We puff and puff going up the hills. Right. And kind of dread them. Yes. And we can't figure this thing out because we've been hitting the pavement several days a week, even during the winter, even during the summer. Even when it was minus zero degrees out, we went. And we still can't figure out this hill thing. (laughs) So we know that there's probably some things that we can do to help hills be easier. And so we'd love to hear what, what advice you have. Yes. Well, you guys are impressive to be running through all that. I have to say that, you know, hills are tough. It doesn't answer your question directly, Uh but I think variety in your runs helps a lot. And here's what I mean by that. Like maybe once a week you run a little bit longer and maybe once a week you do some hill repeats. 
And maybe a different time of the week, you maybe do some surges in there, but just surges. giving your run some variety. You can't expect to really get better if you're just running the same distance at the same pace all the time. Gotcha. You have okay. to do something different. You have to stress your body in a different way. Okay. And so if you really want to get better at hills, you probably need to run some hill repeats. And, okay. and maybe if it's not something once a week, because I know like, you know, I'm a mom and I need that time to just go out and de- decompress without the mm-hmm. stress of a workout. But if you threw one in maybe once every two weeks where you just find a moderate hill repeated and you're surging up that and you do that for a couple weeks, a couple months, they'll start to get easier. Okay. Okay. Right? So that's one way. It doesn't have to be every week, but maybe like every other week you're like, okay, a couple times a month. Hill week, yeah, yeah. Twice, a, twice a month, find a okay. moderate hill, you know, do a couple 10 minute warm up. I'm not sure how far you ladies are running. Do eight times a hill, hard up, baby jog down, you know, do that eight times. Okay. That's an idea. The other thing people do when they run hills, they kind of power up it. Okay. You just need to kind of shorten your stride and go short and quick. Okay. Short and your quick. stride. Okay. Yeah, kind of, yeah, just try that. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Great. That, that's, that we're going to try that. That is awesome. I'm trying to figure out what kind of celebration we have after we do two hill repeats in one month. Right. It's like, you know, if, How we, can if we, we celebrate manage that? this thing, if we mm-hmm. go eight ups and downs twice, twice in a month, I'm thinking that's a glass of wine yeah. or something, right? Probably. <laughs> and maybe the first set and maybe the first time you do hills, you're just doing five. I mean, you know, right. small victories. Really, yeah, it that's really right. is. It's a exactly. progression. That's what we, one of our topics was small wins. Yep. And so, yeah, Right on topic. Yes. Laura and I have these days, and I don't know if you have them too, where it's just like we're walking through molasses or they're just. And I think it's specifically hard in the, in the winter in the Midwest. Yeah. You know, those. We call them the gray days where it's just like. You don't see the sunshine and. And we're like, how do you do the thing? To keep motivated. Right. How do you keep doing it on those days? Yeah. You know, it's good to run with a friend. Like, and I don't know, you, you too. It really is. We it really it is. is helpful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we love it's that. Super. If you someone to keep you accountable, mm-hmm. I mean, even the best runners, people make training for the Olympics right now. You know, that's coming up. Uh-huh. They don't love running every day. They, they right? They, yeah. There's a purpose, that whatever. Is good but not to know. Every, not every day yeah. is a cup of sunshine. Okay. Right. I remember when I was running at Mizzou, like some days I'm like, yeah, you just, just today's work. Yeah. And that's just what it is. And so you just kind of got to remember that, but everyone feels that. But meeting a friend is awesome. You just got to remember, log it, you know, have the fun right. of writing right. down, hey, yep, I, ran I did this thing, accomplishing 25 minutes today. Yeah. And you wrote that on a calendar and right. that's a sense of, that's a sense of accomplishment. I mean, you could do it in your room, right? Like your room that you're celebrating that in or whatever your calendar is, um, just small victories. I just know for me, and I'm not an amazing runner right now at all. I do it because it's stress relief. Mm-hmm, it, uh-huh. You know, I, yeah. my body feels better. I don't, yeah. my back doesn't hurt. I'm probably a better teacher, mom and wife when I take a little bit of time for myself and run a couple of times a week. But when I don't get up and get out of bed in the morning, like I'm the rest of the day, I'm like, ah, my alarm went off and I should have done it. So I think you just find the joy of getting it done. Meet a friend, log it, write it down so you can feel 
awesome about what you've accomplished. And I just know everyone has this. Not every day is a cup of sunshine. Right. Write it down. Keep it (laughs) in your notebook. Yep. Keep it in your notebook. We talk about. Okay. So our next one. (laughs) Oh, yes. And this is specific to us. Yeah. We think that there might be a listener or two that (laughs) that has the same problem. (laughs) So, you know, when you're running, whether it's a race or you're just out there running on the trail and you have to use the bathroom because it may have happened a couple times. Yeah. Frequently with us. With us. Yeah. We feel like the older we get, the, the, the more we have to pee. Right. <laughs> Even if we went just before we left. Right. Yeah. So what's your advice? What do you tell people that they're in the middle of a race and that's in the, the middle thing. of a race? Yeah. <laughs> I think this depends on we what your tighter. goals are for the race. Like if your goal is to finish a half marathon, for goodness sakes, find a place to use the restroom. Okay. okay. It's okay. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be one of those people that like, they should have found the bathroom, right? Like there are like bless their souls and in the races. Just just stop, you know? Okay. Find yeah. a tree. <laughs> okay. Just cover for All each right. other. Yep. But I would I would say just I I'm not an expert in this area. Okay. I would say just my I have a group of friends. We run every Saturday and Fun. we have Oh, that's so cool. Some, spots where they're like, yep, we just, this is what we run by. Cause it's the midway part and you just stop. And like that run for me, that run, it's not a race, but it's just about running with my friends yeah. and decompressing. And it depends what your goals are for the race. I think. Okay. And what okay. you're willing to let yourself do, but Okay. Makes sense. Make yes. Calls. <laughs> <laughs> there we do. We have permission to stop and use the bathroom yep, we do. in our, in our half marathon that we're okay. training for. Okay. So speaking so of excited. that, which, yes. which half marathon are you we running? We are, we are so excited. We we're, are running yep. the Disney half marathon in January, 20, 2022, 2022. We actually planned this before COVID because we felt like we wanted a long time just to kind of get our running feet underneath us. Right. And so and to have had a couple times where we run a little bit further distance. Yes. So we are so excited. What's your advice for training? For running a half marathon. Yes. If I were planning and training for a half marathon, the centerpiece of your week is going to be your long run, right? Okay. That's the big thing you do each week. Okay. And as you're building up, when, whenever you start, you've got some time. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just kind of getting your mm-hmm. running legs on, that's perfect. You're doing great stuff right now. At some point in January, I mean, whether it's sometime this fall, you're going to start to do some longer runs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. You're going to mm-hmm. start to do some longer runs. It may be November-ish, October-ish. Okay. But once a week, that's kind of becomes the centerpiece. Okay. What, whatever day you're not going to be rushed. You can meet mm-hmm. together for me and my friends. When we're doing something like that, it's Saturday morning at 7 a.m. before mm-hmm. the crazy starts, right? <laughs> before the crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. right. But it's just, you would start and whether it was the farthest you've run. The furthest we've run is seven miles. And that was um, wonderful. back last at the end of last summer. So Laura, we ran okay. seven miles and then Laura had a hysterectomy. And, uh, so we have been, so we took off some time, right. Mm -hmm. For her recovery. And now we are working our way back up. So I think we've been up to five now. Yep. We've been up to five again. Awesome. You guys are doing so good. That's fantastic. So put it in perspective. So by September, it shouldn't be scary for me to say, could you go eight? No. You're like, absolutely. We'll be at eight. So whenever you're ready, the centerpiece of your run 
of your week is a long run. Okay. okay. And what I would say is maybe work in three week cycles. So maybe like you run a seven miler one week and the next week your long run becomes an eight miler. Okay. Okay. And then the next week you back off. Like it's like your recovery week. You back God, off okay. Seven. okay. Then you go nine. Then you go 10 when you're ready. Mm-hmm. And then you back off a little bit. And okay. recover. So you're kind of like you're a stair stepping, but then you give yourself a little recovery week and okay. come back. And then okay. you step up again and you come back. And you can time this out like, okay, if how many times are you going to stair step to get to 13-ish? Mm-hmm. You don't have to cover 13 miles, but you'll want to get pretty close. Right. Right. Even if it's with some walk-in, jogging, you know what I mean? Just covering the distance. And yeah. that long run, it's, it's not about fast. It's mm-hmm. just about completing that amount. That's yes, right. it is. That's what we always say. <laughs> That's exactly so what it is. You can kind of count back. You know what I mean? And give to to your dis whether it's about three months, I say, and just work on okay, this stair okay. step thing. We can do that. Yeah, two, we two can two totally do that. That's great up. advice. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So I what, always encourage take the day yeah. off after a really long run. Yes, recover. Lots oh, of roll. We have no problems with the days off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We have learned the importance of a rest day. Right. So And a good happy hour. All right. So we have one last question for you. And this is because every single week. Every week. We end with homework. We're teachers. Yep. And so we've got to give homework to our listeners. So what is some homework that you would assign to for running, for, to running. get yeah. out there to, to, if you want to continue, if you're starting new, like what's, what's that little piece of homework? I think it's good to write down okay. maybe a six-month goal. Six oh, months I from now, it. what yeah. do I want to be doing right. six okay. months from now? And it's really fun then if you work back. Okay, so six months from now, I want to be able to run. I haven't counted how many months it is to a marathon. It's not quite. Not quite. It's over right. six months. Yeah, right. over right now. So maybe yeah. that's what is. So six months from now, I want to be able to run. 10 miles or I want to be running five miles, a little quicker pace and you, you list the pace off or whatever, whatever your goal is. I love that. Yeah. It's always fun to work backwards. Okay. So you have your six month goal. What are you going to be doing at three months then? What are you going to be doing? Yeah. Just a month and a half and just pick some benchmarks, whether it's six months, four months, two months. That's kind of a fun way to do it every two months. Okay. What are your steps? to get to your six month goal. But I just think of what, what do you want to get? What's your goal? What right. do you want to get from that Perfect. and write it? Down. Okay. It's a fun way to in our handy dandy it. notebook. In our handy dandy notebook. Well, it has been so much fun it has been. talking to you. We've learned so many we things. We really have. Wait, I kind of wish we would have talked to you about a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> we could, but, but that's okay. But better late than never, right? We're, we're going to be get better from this. I know. So thank you so much. And yes, our listeners, thank you. thank you for your time. And you Thanks for en- having me. Yes. You enjoy your evening and good luck at school tomorrow. Yes. All right. Good luck with your marathon. Thank you. Thank you. We are so excited. Laura, don't you just love Rebecca? Yes, I loved 
listening and talking to her. She's just so positive yes. and informative and just so calm. Oh, it was, my gosh. Uh, such a nice. She's just so wonderful. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Rebecca, for taking that time to speak with us. And you are an inspiration. Truly. Yeah, she really is. Some take home messages. Keep going out that door. Right. Start slow. Find yourself some, some good, good shoes. shoes. Yep, they're worth every penny. Yes. Um, and then, of course, we have your weekly homework. Weekly homework from Rebecca. What is your six-month goal? Yeah. How are you going to go work towards this goal? Write it down. Write it down. And then I've also thought about the word that Rebecca used, invested. Mm, that's and a good one. Yeah. What are you going to invest in? Right. Yeah. There are so many things in the world that you yeah. can invest in. Yeah. And it could be running, but it also could be your family. Yep. It could be a spouse. It could be your friends. wellness. Yeah. Your friends. Yeah. There are so many things to invest in. Right. And I loved how she said you just, you know, you invest in it and yeah. you just do it. Yep. So what's your thing? Right. And, and then also take some variety in your run. Yeah, I loved that. I that love was, that too. That was really great advice. We're going to be doing that. So find a hill. Yep. Run it and repeat it. <laughs> and do it again. And again and again and again. Times eight. Yep. Right. And then try some surges. And of course, log it all. Write it so down. So that you can your, be proud of your small victories. In your notebook. So y'all enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You, you got, got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you 